it's like all I want to do right now as well is go to theme parks. Even though I never really used to go to theme parks. Not really. Like once or twice here and there. But now you can't go. All I can think about is going to theme parks. And that is my thought for the day. Gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm Jayhem Rhymes with Mayhem, and this... Wait, I fucked that up. Here we go. Round two. Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, JM, and this is your co-host... Robbie. What, uh, uh, why didn't you, uh, rhyme your name, JM? Do the Jayhem Rhymes with Mayhem? Yeah, that's the old. That was the old Twitch, like Devolver Public Access, like yeah. you know Twitch streaming intro. Hi, I'm Jayhem Rhymes with Mayhem, Executive Director of Counterintelligence Operations at Devolver Digital Entertainment, a subsidiary of Fork Parker's Illegal Happy Fun Time Cayman Island Offshore Holdings. Hashtag Crimes. There you go. That's good. And I yeah, like I mean, the, I already do such a long intro I was on this say, anyway. Slightly overwhelm me just saying my name every week. <laughs> It is. <laughs> it's I don't my wanna, intro is. <laughs> I don't want to frighten you. I don't want to scare you. <laughs> no, it's fine. I like it. All right. Well, maybe someday I'll, maybe, I'll whip the whole yeah, thing out. Maybe it's less about adding to yours and more about maybe I should come up with something more creative than just saying my own name. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think? I I, I think you. I think I think that could work. I think it'd be good. What do you got? I don't have anything, JM. No? No. I need to think about it. Uh, what does my name rhyme with? Blobby? Bobby? Globby? Jobby? Jobby? Um, Handjobby Robbie? Nobby? I do enjoy... Handjobby? Handjobby <laughs> Robbie. Okay, I'm going to cut that. <laughs> No, no, what? I no, no. Okay, an adult podcast for adults. when we finish our Zoom calls, we jerk off. All right, we're adults. <laughs> that is what adults do. We do. We actually stay on the call as well. We don't even. Turn yeah. Up. We t- we turn our no. cameras on specially for that. Yeah, it's the after Zoom call. It's the after call. <laughs> I don't know All why right, that everybody, sounds so disgusting. Tug your business. The after call. I don't the know. after call. Ugh. Sounds a bit weird. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It does. Yep. It if does. you think it sounds weird, uh, you can uh, hashtag forecast <laughs> on Twitter, and uh, <laughs> and uh, tell us your thoughts. And and please do that because no fucker ever seems to do it, <laughs> even though we say it every week. We're begging. Means, We're begging. Mean, you. Do you think that means nobody listens to it, JM? I assume that means that nobody listens and, yeah, and nobody too. cares. I've got I've got some plans. I've got some plans for uh for for I- encouraging more people to come and listen to us. 
Is that right? Good. You're gonna use you. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna whip out that marketing dick and yeah. Lay what it on I'm the gonna table. do is because I'm the marketing genius, I'm gonna tap into that big marketing brain of mine and actually do some marketing uh, for for the podcast that we spend every single week uh, pouring our hearts and souls into. Hearts and souls, Robbie. Hearts. I know, and, souls. and I don't even bother promoting it. So uh, that's all gonna change, JM. I'm a new man. That's wonderful, Robbie. We did get a couple uh, comments on uh, on the Forecast channel in the Devolver Digital Discord, which people can come and join and, and chat in there. Uh, a couple suggestions on what BTS could stand for. And I realized that I never actually learned what it stood for. I just learned that it was some Korean boys. And so I think it just stands for boys that sing. Uh, that Yeah, that sounds about right to me. Yeah. I don't I don't think it actually has a specific meaning. I have a feeling but it's, it's it's an acronym. It's initials. It's... I have a feeling it's uh like they just kind of make it mean whatever they want it to mean given you know circumstances or whatever. I could be wrong, but I don't think I, it actually means anything. I I am I have no idea. I I mean, I think it's boys that sing or battle toad syndrome. Mm. I mean, they definitely are boys that sing, so I'm yeah. with you on that one. Thanks, Robbie. Thanks. Thanks so much. No problem. Speaking of uh, K-pop, though, um, have you heard of the, the group Blackpink? No. Oh, okay. So they've got... Uh, so they're very good. They're a girl version of BTS. Um, oh, okay. There's less of them. There's four of them. But uh, there's a documentary about them on Netflix, and it's very good. I watched that and I was I thought yeah I, I like them nice yeah that was my weekend well that sounds lovely thanks what did you get up to I got really stoned and went for a walk and fantasized about how excited I am and what I'm going to talk about with our next guest Jared the Barred Stultz here yeah. on the on the forecast oh yeah, yeah. I'm Jared. Uh, well, uh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I've been oh, here the wow. whole time. Fuck off, you haven't. <laughs> Just showed up You've been right there now. the whole time. <laughs> How are you, Jared? Hi, Jared. Hi, guys. Well, thanks, everybody. This was great. <laughs> <laughs> Jared is our guest on the forecast. I'm very excited. Jared is one of my favorite people at Devolver. Uh, oh. he's, he's one of the very best uh, to work with. And uh, Jared, uh, who are you and what do you do at Devolver Digital Entertainment? Uh, you know, every day I wake up and I get coffee and I read my emails and I ask myself that same very question. Like, what the hell do I do here? <laughs> <laughs> only you the answer to that question <laughs> exactly um no but currently um i do a lot of the age ratings so for all the different territories um getting the age ratings for the games as well as doing uh like setting up storefronts primarily for uh game pass and stadia um, but i'll sometimes work on like uh the playstation and, and switch storefronts as well uh, which is the best storefront in your opinion 
best as in easiest to use or best as in <laughs> the best function out what's the best the best yeah what's the Both. best uh, yeah, storefront each. if people are in the market for a storefront and they're thinking man <laughs> i need a good recommendation on storefronts uh i know who's got good recommendations jared from devolver oh yeah what's jared's recommendation uh, I think 100% the eShop, the Switch eShop. Super clean, super nice, super, like, just ugh, perfect. Makes nice little sounds, mm. doesn't it? I love Nintendo. Yeah. It does, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man, it's the best. I love Nintendo. Does y'all's load correctly, though? Oh, it's, it, like, performance-wise, it's absolutely <laughs> it's, fucking bogus. It's Nintendo. Yeah, it's Nintendo. But the thing is, once you're in and it starts making nice little sounds at you, you, you don't care anymore. At least I don't. It's gotta like, I'm easily... It just takes forever to like load every screen of games. I love it. It's like it's also my favorite like digital storefront, but it, it's I'm just like, why is this not optimized for the speed that you people have this 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 device throttled to <laughs> sorry no it's okay Didn't man need to air you my, need to get it out my... there the people need out. to know they need to know robbie so uh, well that's good to know that we all agree on uh on eShop being the best was it always your dream uh to uh stage storefront uh hosting for games jared <laughs> <laughs> I I you know I can't say that it was surprisingly oh. enough not what I saw myself doing but <laughs> you've done many things at no, but it's a good time. over the years yeah yeah I guess started off just well and I I think similar to JM also being a bit of a roadie like when there were shows that's a was a big part of it too but um obviously that's not happening so yeah. much anymore um and then kind of at the start we were uh, JM myself and uh, a one Chris Slight. Shouts out to Chris Slight. We did Chris the Light. the DPA, which was the streaming, and we did that for God a couple of years. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that was mm -hmm. that was the main thing, and then that kind of <laughs> fizzled out, I guess. And now I'm more on the yeah production side, storefronts, age ratings, all that stuff. But it's fun. I definitely enjoy it. The way things have gone. I'm uh. So this is a genuine question. Uh, like, mm -hmm. what in what's involved in uh, rating video games? Because, like, I understand. Ooh, like, ho, 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 ho. Yeah, I understand. Like <laughs> things like BBFC. BBFC is like some old men sit in a screening room and go, "There's too many tits in this," and then they uh, they they give it a rating based on that, or they or they make the director cut or the studio cut certain things out. So is it the same sort of process for video games, or can you just, like, lie? Uh, well, you can lie, but without punishment. Or not without punishment. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to um, say, you can lie without punishment. No wonder you love your uh, job. <laughs> yeah, right. Perfect. <laughs> um, no, it's... Well, the... the, the um, really, it depends on, like, which country you're going for. Um, so, like, the ESRB being America's is totally different than PEGI, uh, which is Europe, and then USK is Germany, and there's many, many more. But they all vary greatly. Um, so, uh, USK, for example, which is the German rating board, is basically what you just described. Mm -hmm. All you do is send them the game, they play the game, and then they come back to you and say, it's got this rating because we saw this in it. 
which makes the most sense to me because if you if your job is like rating you know to evaluate the mature content you would want to play through the game so you could get it completely hmm. um but and not have, everything and you else have context, no. <laughs> you have it context yeah exactly yeah usually what it in, implies to is itself it's a and they, they vary from platform to platform but it's generally a like f- sort of like a form of all this pertinent content and it's things like violence language drug use sexuality like all of that good stuff and then those are all broken down into a insane multitude of uh like sub threads and it's your job to kind of describe what each one like like what game like what is in each game uh and how it best fits into these sort of sub threads and this is where it's kind of funny because you could in theory lie and say, oh, the violence is very minimal, uh, or this, that, whatever. And if they, because you have to provide them with um, a gameplay video that's usually about you know forty five minutes to an hour of just sort of gameplay. And if they watch it and they disagree with you, uh, you get a big firm slap on the wrist, and they make you change that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because it's just sometimes you watch it and you're it's very specific, and a lot of times it can be very opinionated. So, you know, something like violence, for example, you're like, yeah, this game has violence in it, sure. But they're like, is this cartoon violence? Is it fantasy violence? Is it realistic violence? Do you kill humans? Do you kill animals? Do you kill fantasy creatures? These are all completely separate things that you have to address. Um, And in some games, you have, like, all of those. Um, And then it's, you know, the frequency, uh, can you, like... If you kill somebody, what happens to their body? Um, if you can, if you can do post mortem damage, that's a big flag to get you a mature rating. Um, <laughs> wow! Which is just uh, like it just seems kind of silly, but yeah, like if you can, if there's a dead body on the ground and you actively go up and like you know hit it or shoot it, and something happens, blood spurts out, or you can dismember it or whatever, you're gonna get like a 18 plus, almost guaranteed. Wow! What about if you have just, sex with it? Yeah, well, <laughs> I have ne- personally never encountered that. That actually, that that I'm actually sure reminds an Easter, me. That's not an Easter egg in one of our games somewhere. <laughs> Get the necrophilia Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that reminds me of one of the funniest. Time- I even took a screen cap of it because I was like, "This is the funniest thing I have ever seen." I believe it was the Korean board, which I don't recall what they're called specifically. But so when it comes to sex, BTS. obvious. Sorry. BTS. Yes. So, <laughs> fuck you. I bought that for a second. <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> so you you were showing inappropriate images to BTS. Yeah, yes, to BTS. I was showing them inappropriate images of myself, um, and they did not take too kindly to that. And now I have a restraining order, and I can't go to Korea. Yep. Um, but it was um so when it comes to sexuality in a game that's sort of broken down into you know sexual references if you make like you know sex jokes um a nudity obviously is there actual depicted sex on screen but this particular <laughs> the questionnaire for the korean one it had it had all of that and then it had a question and i i wish i could remember it exactly what it said but it was something like does this contain sexual acts that go against generally accepted ethics in society. Whoa. 
and and they gave two examples: <gasps> group sex or incest. What and was I the was first like, one? Group "What sex? What was the yeah, first group, one? Group sex? Yeah, or group incest? sex or incest?" And I was like, "I don't know about you guys, but I think those are two very different things." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I "How mean, does this?" Uh, I mean, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with incest. <laughs> I do live in Texas there, Robbie. <laughs> well, and Robbie's got the royal family up there. Hey, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. We built an empire on it. Still going strong, huh. obviously. That's a very weird one, though, isn't it? I wonder why they would include group sex as, like, yeah, they're not, not down not with group sex in, uh, in Korea, I guess. Oh. That's a shame. They're probably missing out. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we're right. all having all that group sex yeah, exactly. all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> mm, with, our, yep. with our families. Um, <laughs> so I know that um, Australia is often uh, kind of a, a difficult region in which to get uh, mature games released. Is that something that yes. you have to deal with often as well? And why, like, are you, why, why is it so difficult to get rate to get rated there or, or get uh, approved there? Well, they uh, so the rating board in Australia is like actually government regulated, which not all of them are. Surprising, I, uh, I think, is anyway. Mm. But they just Australia just in general has a pretty low tolerance to violence compared to most countries. Um, and they're not really super willing to work with you to say, like, you know, cut this content back and we're get it. They, if they see something that they, well, basically don't like, then it's like, yeah, we're going to refuse classification, which essentially means you're banned. Which quite a few of our games have been banned in Australia for that very really, reason. Really? Quite a few? Yeah, I know Hotline 2, Mother Russia Bleeds. Um, I think... Uh, don't quote me on this because I don't want to give misinformation, but I think Sludge Life was refused classification there for like promoting drug use. Yeah, drug use. Yeah, that's fair right. enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Get on Australia. Mm-hmm. Well, and then that's what's funny is it's just because of the territories. Like, see, they they're you know big no no for violence. Um, but Peggy, for example, you cannot have any like thing to referenced or simulated gambling whatsoever or it's an automatic 18 it do wait does really not, it does not matter the rest of the content of the game yeah we actually uh there was going to be a slot machine in exit the gungeon where you'd go up and you'd pay some coins and it'd give you like a random item uh -huh. and they're like hey is is this a slot machine how does it work and i told them they're like yeah your game would be a peggy 7 but if you have that in there we're going to give you an 18 Interesting. So, like, take it out. They just, they have, they do not mess around with That's that. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand why. But it's also just kind of funny. Like, yeah, it, it's like a full stop. Does not matter anything else. Yeah, like, even, <laughs> you can't argue the context of it. So you can't yeah. say, like, oh, it's just, like, a funny little, you know, like, fruit machine or whatever. They're like, no. Oh, yeah, we, we, we had that. We had that back and forth of, like, well, what if you don't pay any money what if it always gives you a prize it's like no it does not matter it looks and operates like a gambling device we don't want it wow 
<laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, that makes that makes sense though. That's it's nice to know that our children are protected in some way. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, what was your first show at Devolver? Do you remember your first show roadieing for Devolver? You know, I do, because I believe it was your first show. My first show, really? Yeah, like the South by Southwest. Um, long, long time ago, where it was like Luftrausers and Hotline. and That was your first one, too? Something else. Yeah, we met there, and I didn't know that it was your first one. I thought you just had been doing it for a while. But yeah, that was my first ever uh, Devolver gig. Whoa, what was that like for you? Oh, it was fun. Um, but by that point, you know, the idea of going to a show and demoing video games was very new and exciting to me, and I didn't realize how soul-crushing it could be. But, um... <laughs> no, I had a good time. It was fun. Nice. They were smaller back then, you know, fold-out yeah. tables. Do you remember the, uh, like, the big wooden kiosks we used to have to roll into the truck? After I do the remember show. those. Yeah. yeah. We had custom wooden kiosks made. Uh, Kate's friend made them. And uh, we would roll them onto a truck and we would drive them to every show or have them shipped to every show. And, uh, yep, they were neat. They're gone now. I do appreciate our uh, our new standard for shows where we have to do significantly less of that heavy lifting and grunt work. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we don't we don't have to build anything anymore. We just have to set up the computers. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nice. Did you used to have to build the whole booth? Oh, yeah. basically, yeah. Wow. Yep. And take it tear down. it all down. Yeah, <laughs> tear it down. And then everybody's off at dinner, and they're like sending us pictures of the menu. What do you want us to order for you? We're like, we're going to be here another four hours. Yeah. Don't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always remember thinking of you guys while I was tucking into my lobsters and... Bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Don't I forget was... to send a picture of the boys. <laughs> I, w- I was with um, Brent and a couple of his friends at this the past Pack South, and we were out to dinner, and his, his friends were... They're not involved in the game industry, so they were asking some questions, and he was explaining kind of like what what I do in in, in turn, like what like JM and all the, the people at work in the shows would do and he described it he's like yeah at the last day basically everybody goes off to have dinner and then like four or five hours later like three of the most defeated looking people <laughs> stumble in and everybody gives them a round of applause but they just don't seem to even care and they just like sit down somewhere and don't talk the rest of the night <laughs> that is accurate yeah they only sit with each other as well. Yeah. <laughs> Refuse to make eye contact with the rest of the team. Aw. <laughs> oh, bless. I just want to eat. Mm. It must have been weird not having shows this year, though, right? Very. Yeah, really weird. I mean, yeah, for both of you guys. I mean, for me, obviously, it's been Sorry, strange I... just because, you know, I, I get to go to shows here and there depending on you know needs and requirements but you guys it's it's part of your it's woven into the fabric of your beings yep it was definitely a sanity thing i think for me like being able to travel so much but like going out places and being out and talking to so many people which just you know you don't normally get to do when you work from home so it was yep. nice to have that every like what you know like three or so months a mini trip 
Yeah, just having having something to like look forward to, something to yeah, count exactly. down to. Yeah, because like a, a lot of it is like kind of letting off steam in a way, I suppose, or you know, or kind of like compartmentalizing certain parts of the year. Like from my perspective, uh, when you're talking about promoting games, it's like okay, so like this is we get we get the game to this point where it goes to this show and then this happens and then you kind of like tick that box and then you move on to the next thing. It's like you get that sort of reward. You get more rewards for the the ongoing work rather than just kind of like this year has just been a bit like just keep going <laughs> and then yeah. the game and then the game comes out and then you're on to the next one and you there's kind of no like there's very little pomp and circumstance surrounding everything that's what i miss about the shows i miss There's the also people. meeting oh yeah <laughs> uh, i was about to know, say I meeting the devs like actually <laughs> meeting devs i can take it or leave it <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time the we three have spoken to each other for months as well i know we've done it we've done a few streams together or we like we captured some gameplay together but yeah like even just like talking I mean, I talk to JM every week on the podcast, but outside of... But as soon as it's done, he is out, no. out the fucking <laughs> Don't have window. to do that for another week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just... I was saying this um, to someone else the other day that it's like... Uh, I speak to almost everyone at Devolver every day, like, um, in some way or another. Like, whether it's just like a message on Slack or it's, you know, we're all on a... a team call together or whatever it may be and stuff so it's like i'm talking to everyone regularly and we're staying in touch but all i'm really doing with everyone is just work stuff and i just like the the fact that like i haven't had the opportunity to just sit down with any of you and just talk about and just do anything else <laughs> like literally <laughs> to just spend time with people just doing anything other than work um robbie didn't happened. you guys all go to graham's house recently so we have in the, in the uk we've we've seen each other a few times but you like lying sack of shit it's been <laughs> <laughs> wow i haven't seen anybody oh you guys go and party at graham's house together no we, but we're like that's been like what three four times in the whole year going round for like some dinner and then going home again and that's it and it's like it's just not the same and this and it's not everyone it's like it does just because i've seen those guys a few times doesn't make up for the fact that i haven't seen you guys for like an entire year it doesn't make it any easier no sorry i i just was real jelly didn't no, mean to no, I know. bust out like that no i know it's like where are you at the moment, Jared? Like mentally or physically? <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> physically right now. Physically I right now, say. I am sitting in a chair at my desk in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Austin, Texas. So you're so the Brent that you mentioned earlier is Brent from Dodge Roll. Yeah, oh yes. Uh, Gungeon yes. fame. So and and uh, obviously a few of the other Devolver folks are in Austin as well. So have you have you been able to see many people during this year, or have you mm. just been st stuck at home as well? 
I haven't seen anybody from Devolver, um, really, um, a couple of times, some of my, like, one of my friends, one of my good friends will come over and we'll hang out for a little bit, which have been good, um, and then I have been flying up to, uh, Indiana somewhat frequently to be able to spend some time with my girlfriend, which has been good for sanity, but, so yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen people, I guess, as much as you can. Mm. What's, <laughs> you've been flying. Yeah. Yeah, I have been flying. How is that? Uh, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's, uh, more crowded than you would think. Oh, really? Um, yeah. But, I mean, everybody's wearing masks. You make sure everything's sanitized and you just wipe the shit out of everything. Um, and I've, I think it's been fine, but, Mm. you know. (laughs) What's your, uh, how come, uh, your girlfriend is in Indiana? Because she lives there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, what? What? Detective Robbie's on what the case. What do you want me to say? <laughs> but, but I don't know what she does. I don't know why you two don't uh, live in the same state. I, it was a. It was an open question. <laughs> uh, we met at Mardi Gras this year. Um, we both had like a mutual friend who lives in. Uh, New Orleans, and we kind of went over to his place and stayed there during Mardi Gras, and then we met, and yeah, been doing the long distance thing for a while now. So you <laughs> met this year, and then correct. decided to start and a long then... distance relationship. <laughs> yep. This year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. I, 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 tr- I, I know, trust me, I know. <laughs> you must really like each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's great Aww. though that's great it must be a bit of a has, has she come down to austin as well yes yes she has uh, are you managing to see each other relatively reg- how how far is austin to indiana when you're flying um if you could get a direct it's only like a two-ish hour flight but I don't think there's many directs these days. So it's it's like maybe like a three, four hours total travel time. Mm. So it's not too bad. Yeah. And so are you seeing each other like once a week? Once every couple of weeks? <laughs> I'm not made of money, man. I can't afford that many plane <laughs> tickets. But you, no, we, <laughs> but you we, do we, the we, ratings. Do <laughs> you think that brings in the big bucks? <laughs> surely, surely the ratings count for something. <laughs> I'm not getting any commissions on the special reserve game. <laughs> go, to work, go to walk into <laughs> so, the first class lounge. Uh, excuse me, sir. And you're like, I do the ratings. Like, I've got Hotline Miami collection on Switch. You know how valuable this is? <laughs> that first class seat there, sir. <laughs> you don't even have to trade it to them. You just show it to them. Yeah, yeah they they just want to see it. I take the plastic yeah. off and let them touch it. And they're like, oh, man. <laughs> you want to ride up with a captain? It's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, <laughs> um, but no, we've been trying to do like every month. Uh, her job, she works at like a college, so she and her job they're currently back in office, so she usually only comes down for like you know long weekends. Yeah. Whereas me, I can in theory work from just about anywhere. So when I go up, I'm usually there for two to three weeks at a time, which is how we kind of balance it out. <laughs> Have you been able to work on your other projects during this year? Do you mean my film-related projects? 
I do mean your film-related project. You're a little Funny director. Uh, you oh, should mention director. that. I yeah, I had um, my latest short film played at a festival last Thursday, uh, and I took home an award, nice. which was pretty nice. No shit! No what way. award? <laughs> I <laughs> I won best weird slash eccentric short film. Ooh, <laughs> that nice! Is, that's the best award. That's the one. Which you won. Is, which. Second year in a row, baby, I'm the rage. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, and then I have a film festival. It's actually November 22nd, I think, is the date it starts. We have our own film festival, a bunch of short films. It's going to be a digital festival, but that's coming up soon, too. So we got a lot of work for that going down. Was the, was the last one uh, a digital event as well? No, the last one was in October um of last year and we did obviously of last year it's october now um but we did an in-person event and we were going to be biannual and we were going to have another in-person event in april um obviously that didn't happen so we kind of shut it down and we were planning to maybe do an in-person event in october because we didn't know how things were going to go and then obviously we are in the world we are now so it's a digital event (laughs) right um, but what about the one where you won the award? Oh, that was a that's that was like somebody else's festival. That was a, it's called Austin Spotlight. It was just a, a film festival here in Austin. Ah, that I see. that was in person. Which I the I, the guy who runs it's a really sweet guy, and he, he was talking to me about just trying to run a live event during COVID. And he's like, "God, what a fucking nightmare!" It's <laughs> like, yeah, I, I do not envy you there, sir. Yeah. So uh, tell us more about uh, this uh, digital event that's coming up. Sure. So uh, it's called Shot by Shot. It's a nonprofit film festival. So a lot of the ticket proceeds um, go to the Austin School of Film, which is an organization here in Austin that obviously teaches people film, um, not just like filmmaking, but they'll do like, you know, like special effects makeup and stuff like that. And also just having a space where people can go in and, and work on anything and everything, um, super great organization. And we mainly focus on what we call like just left of indie. So bizarre, weird, eccentric, uh, you know, sexy horror comedy, sexy. Yeah. Like heartfelt dramas. We, we, I, I definitely, if there's one thing I can pride it on is that we have a very diverse selection of short films. It currently is all short films. Um, and because we're doing a digital event, it's going to be live for about a whole week. So it won't be like a proper live event. Anybody can watch it at any point during that week. Um, and it's going to be a bunch of short films because we really like to showcase um, a lot of the talented people that don't necessarily get a uh, a platform to show their things because they are, you know, just weird or don't really fit into any kind of box or anything like that. Wow, that's cool. How many films are you showing altogether? Uh, well, submissions are still open. They actually close November 1st, so technically we don't have a final lineup, but I'm based on the last check when we had our last meeting, I think it's going to be like somewhere between 15 and 20 short films Ooh. that all range from, you know, 2 minutes to like 15 minutes. Nice. <laughs> so, I if I shoot and edit and submit a film in the next two weeks, you'll include it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Fifth Amendment on that one there, Robbie. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> 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 I 
that means you can certainly shoot, uh, edit, and submit it, but I don't, I cannot guarantee, confirm nor deny that I will accept it. Oh, you'll accept it. You'll accept this. As soon as you well, see it. better be good. As soon as you see what's inside my brain, you won't be able to say no. <laughs> Where can people go to for submissions and then to see it when it happens? I assume it's the same website. Yeah, so it'll be, yeah, so www.shot-by-shot.com, just shot by shot with dashes in between, is the website. Everything's there where you can submit, um, and currently where it will be hosted live is not up yet, but it will be, you'll be able to access it and buy tickets all through that very website. Nice. That's fucking cool. And Yeah, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, and uh, where, so how many, how many films or how many feet? features or short films have have you made now how many have you sort of completed and and put out into the world um my the last one i did was my fourth my fourth short i mean i've made a bunch of other like just dumb stuff in high school but it's the fourth one that i count as the real one nice and uh, uh, like are they are they linked in any particular way or are they all just kind of uh like one-offs and standalone projects um, I mean, I, uh, I, I, you know, I want to hear the, the Jared uh, cinematic universe. The cinematic universe. Well, the, funny you mentioned that because they're, they're they short uh, short answer is no, they're not all linked. They're just kind of all independent stories, but they all do have references to each other. So we joke, me and uh, my friend Nick, who's like my producer, kind of partner and crime guy. We joke about how they're all interconnected and it's this big like cinematic universe because this is tied to this and this is tied to that but that's all bullshit (laughs) (laughs) just like the marvel movies yeah like for example we did one of the ones i did there's a scene where a guy is like watching tv and on the tv is this like kind of weird almost like eric andre style public access show that we had filmed way way back and he's just kind of like watching it in the background and so now it became sort of a a running gag that anytime somebody is like watching TV or listening to the radio or there's something playing in the background, it's that episode of that show. <laughs> so. <laughs> so all of your films are happening at exactly the at same the time. At the exact same time. Yeah. <laughs> That's <Nice>. great. <laughs> have you got any uh have you got any things cooking at the moment for uh, your next project or anything like that i guess it must be really hard at the moment because you don't well yeah that's the thing we were gonna gonna um we were gonna shoot a feature film in like december and we were planning on doing that like last december that was kind of how it was gonna go um obviously that is not happening and we're kind of in the this weird gray area of what you know what can we do what will we do and right now it's just a whole lot of waiting around which is really shitty but you know what can you do Mm. wait around yeah really i wanted to shoot it in new york as well which is like especially not gonna fly (laughs) (laughs) is this the bit where the music goes (laughs) whenever i listen and it just cuts to like a music break is this this what it's hiding yeah (laughs) this is is exactly what it is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i just scan i just scan through the uh audiograph and look for the gaps there's a lull right there mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. The natural, natural breaks. I don't know where to go with this, but Jared, to me, is has one of the... Jared's who I go to to check if a joke is funny. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, when we were doing Devolver Public Access and when we were doing, like, Twitch stage appearances and when we had our own... You know, whenever we've got our own streaming stage, Jared's the person that I go to when I, like, have something I want to do, a bit that I want to try to pull off or whatever... And I run it by Jared, and if he laughs despite himself, I know that it's a good joke. <laughs> Have you got any good uh, recent examples of this, Jim? Recent examples? No, because we haven't done anything in, in, in a year, Robbie. <laughs> um, but, uh, gosh... Um, Attacking Chris Slight on stage while wearing a, an ape suit. That, I was I was just gonna say like that is my favorite bit we have ever done at a show. Yeah, that was it was so funny, so well executed. If I could you know <laughs> jerk us off a little bit, and, jerk us off, and and people bought it. Man, didn't correct me if I'm wrong, but that ended up on like a Twitch fails comp somewhere. It did. Somebody and, put it and, on a Twitch fails comp, and there were people like saying like oh this is fake and then people replying to them being like no this is clearly not fake watch his hands at this time like that is clearly an angry person and i was like this is <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> oh my god i've never seen this i need to see it yeah it I... was uh pax south and we had long, a about coming long out long time ago yeah long time ago and we had uh we had the ape suit and so Jared came on to the to the to the stream showing ape out to Chris Slight who was our host and then I was in the ape suit and I was just like breaking shit and like throwing things around and like rubbing my ass on Chris. He was like <laughs> pretending to be a monkey but like getting really really into it. Way too into character. Well, we yeah. know, yeah, we all know JM's a method actor. So. <laughs> <laughs> He'd and, been living uh, in the woods for weeks prepping yeah and uh and so chris gets mad and he like rips the rips the ape mask off my face and like we have like a little slap fight and i run off stage and then jared and chris keep doing the segment and they keep doing the segment and they keep doing the segment and then at the very end i run up on stage and start shoving him and slapping him <laughs> and then well, and you, closer would you, would you like you you leaned up like so it was looking like you were whispering into his ear, but you were clear into his ear, but you were clearly, you know, saying it so it could be picked up on the mic. And you were like, "Why don't you do your fucking job?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was being a real, being a real asshole about it. <laughs> you're not an ape. You're not an ape. That was Chris, like, that's you're Jay. That was so funny. And then, yeah, then he, he's, he's, you storm off, Chris storms off, and I'm just, like, looking around, and I, like, look dead at the camera, and it just cuts away. It's so good. Like, the camera, t- like, yeah, camera's on Jared, like, it's, and he just, it's so good. Ugh. Oh, that was so fun. Ah, good times. Like I say, it's one of the most original... One of the most original games I've seen in a while. Oh, for sure, so. for sure. 
It was it was good that you had this idea though, Jared. Like, oh, yeah. Ah. Okay. Oh, oh. Okay. Uh -oh. Okay. Uh -oh. Okay. Uh -oh. Okay. Uh -oh. okay. Okay. Uh -oh. What? What the? What are you doing? Uh -oh. You sit, Jam. Sit down. No, you're not an ape. You're not an ape. You're not an ape. Sit down. Take take this off your head. You're not an ape. You're Jam. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm tr People are looking now. Oh, good. You're trying to demo again. Dude, why have you put it back on? What are you... Can you stop? Like, I'm trying to demo again. The people have made this game. And they've worked really hard. And they haven't come for this. Can you take that off? There was also the time Jared broke my nose while we were selling Strafe. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what happened? One. What happened there? Uh, I was on a Twitch stage. It was in Austin, and I was on the Twitch stage uh, with I think John Carnage and Kelly. Uh, what is her last name? Doesn't matter. Kelly Link. And uh, I was just doing a pitch for for Strafe, and you know, just talking about the game. And Jared came on as a super fan of Strafe, and he was so excited. That like I was trying to get him to settle down, and I just said the word "strafe" in his presence, and he flipped out, and he headbutted me in the nose, and broke my nose, and I was bleeding everywhere, all over the stage. And then uh, Jared sat down, put on the headset, and talked about strafe the rest of the time while I bitched about my broken nose. Wow! He's there in like this full face paint, answering questions, like because he comes on as a total psycho. Wait, face paint. Like, yeah, yeah I, I was he's... done up like a in one of my <laughs> one of my mini characters. <laughs> We're not even we haven't even really talked, talked about, about the public, yeah, public access. Good old curly haired Satan. Curly haired Satan. <laughs> was that your That's name? I... That was the character. Yeah, so I would I'd paint my face. That's up what like... we need to get Nigel to fix. I, I was it just too. I was just saying that. That's what it should be. Sorry. But yeah. um yeah, I'd paint my face up like black, like a black metal musician, like a mortal or whatever. Okay. And yep, I would just be like, you know, really into the devil and like kind of crazy and. Well, and I, I played it a couple of times on stream. I think that's the only time we've ever done it like at an event. Yeah, I think so. But it was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he came on with the full face paint and head butted me, broke my nose, and then he sat down, put on the headset, and gave, like, a, a serious interview. Like, a very about... calm, yeah, like, hey, here's what Strafe is, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. Good what, times. What, uh, what other characters have you portrayed in the name of uh, Devolver, Jared? Oh, there's Mr. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mr. Happy. Mr. Happy is schizoid, my schizoid imaginary friend who just never seemed to go away. <laughs> Him and Mr. Meatless used to have a couple of co-streams, and man, I miss those. Aw, you should do those. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I still got, or I mean, <clears throat> he's still around. <laughs> oh, yeah? Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should, we should get him, we should get him out. Uh, the world. This sounds start. This is starting sure to sound slight, up. slightly scary now. <laughs> Robbie, you got a character. You got a Mister Somebody deep um, in your heart of hearts. I've seen you draw black metal shit. Yeah, I don't really. I don't know if I have any characters. 
What do you think? Oh. My, what do you think my character would be? Mm, like the more you say you don't have one, the more repressed the one you have well, is. Yeah, I mean, I probably, <laughs> I probably do have one, but I just can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Yeah, I'm on the, enough. I'm on the spot. I'm trying to have on a the think. Spot. Yeah. I don't know. Like, would it would it would it be makeup on your face? Would it be some kind of mask? I like wearing. I like getting dressed up and wearing makeup. So I think it would probably be a a makeup character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. What about the hair? Is the hair different? Mm, I don't know. I guess it would have to be. I feel like you like have a... to. I think I feel like you have to transform yourself if you want to do a character right. Yeah. You have to you have to transform, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's mm. great power yeah. in magic. I'm, I'm seeing you in like a nice suit, like a tux maybe, and then like kabuki makeup. And you oh. straighten your hair all long and pull it all back. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely was thinking the hair should be like pulled tight back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, why do you both think that? Bring out all that brilliance, baby. Because it's the opposite of your hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've got like the wide mane now, like the like the friendly seventies rocker thing. So. <laughs> friendly seventies rocker. That's my character. There you go. <laughs> no, that's you, Robbie. That's you. <laughs> yeah, my character is British man <laughs> that wears flares. That is my, that's, that's not the character. That's Robbie. Yeah, that's it. That's the that's the the depth of my personality right there. I think what we're understanding, Jared, is that Robbie is in fact the persona, and oh, we don't know who the real one. We is. We don't know who the real one is. Only <laughs> been introduced to. You yeah. fell into my trap. <laughs> We've discovered you, you. Yeah, that's it. Nobody knows the real radio me. drama villain. Nobody knows the real me because I'm hiding from many decades of shame and regret. And now here I am uh, on a podcast pretending to be Jared, do you have any uh, do you have any memories that you'd like to share with the folks at home from events, from from behind the scenes, from DPA, from anything like that? Oh man, I mean, there's so many. Like, if, if God, I don't, I wouldn't even know where to start. I do greatly miss streaming specifically because of the community that seemed to gravitate around the late shift. And I yeah. I miss those people so very much. Aww. Just too busy these days? Uh, well, yeah, I guess that and a mix of just, like, I don't know. The, I did, like, I, I don't know. I liked streaming, but after a while, it just kind of wore you down. And it does. It's, it's especially that, you know, like, I would be on from, like, 11 to, like, 2 or 3 in the morning, usually drinking yeah. very heavily. Um, <laughs> it, it, it just after a while, you know, you, you you can only do that so long. Yeah, yeah. We haven't even talked about candle toast. Uh, how the fuck did I know I would not get out of this 
the interview without Were that you trying to up. avoid it? Were you no, trying to avoid it? it? I'm not trying to avoid it. I just, I just, I knew it would come up. <laughs> like, do you feel like Candle Toast is to you what, like, Creep is to radio? <laughs> <laughs> it's my biggest hit, but it's not my finest work. I refuse to do it again. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, no, I mean, I, no, it, it was definitely, I, I, it, I think... I am hesitant towards it because it is one of my crowning moments, and I am not <laughs> proud of that. <laughs> Do you want to describe the event? Yeah, tell the story again. So this was right around, um, I guess, so the late shift was my show on the Devolver Public Access, and I would, pl- I would be from like, you know, like 10 o'clock into the wee hours in the morning, and I would typically play like weird games or horror games or stuff like that. It was just a general, generally like a, you know, crazy, wacky atmosphere for people to hang out. This was right around the start of when Twitch started allowing uh, what they called social eating, which is like the mukbangs or just, you know, people eating food on camera. Um, So naturally, I had to make fun of that. And so I was like, I'm going to do anti-social eating. So (laughs) so this is a curly-haired Satan thing, so I had my face all painted, um, and I bought... I think it was like 40 pieces of fried chicken. Um, yeah. And t- <laughs> and two 40 ounces of old English malt liquor. And oh. and the whole like it was all dark except I had all of these like <laughs> candles uh, that I bought at like Bed Bath and Beyond <laughs> so they were scented. Just like illuminating the scene and we started the stream and it was all like I had all this like heavy metal played and I was like being all creepy, like, doing, like, a sermon or whatever. And I'm like, all right, well, now we're going to eat. And, like, over the course of, like, two or three hours, I ate all that chicken and drank all that all that malt <laughs> liquor. And uh, the, the, the candle toast, the quote-unquote infamous candle toast. So um, I also had, like, these, like, biscuits, like these small, like, little biscuit things that they came with. And it got to a point after, like, two hours where the food was obviously getting very, very cold and just getting harder and harder to eat. And so, you know, one and a half forties in, I want to heat up my, my biscuits. And the, <laughs> the only thing around that was a heat so source Texas. is this, uh, heat up my biscuits, heat up my biscuits, but there I was just heat these... up my damn biscuits. <laughs> so I just grabbed the scented candles and just like held them over that, which of course didn't heat it up, but just burned. The part of it. So. <laughs> I look at it and it's all black and I just like start eating it and they're like, oh, candle toast. And then that people in chat seem to like that. So then I did that for like another like 20 minutes. just eating <laughs> You never know what's going to resonate with uh, people. Yeah. I... <laughs> Beautiful. And now we've resurrected mm-hmm. it once more here mm-hmm. on the forecast. Good old candle toast. What a, <laughs> what a time. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank God I still am alive after that is all I see. <laughs> oh, you were so miserable by the end. Oh God, yeah. You if you go back and watch happy. it, right, like I ate it all and I was like, it's time to leave. And I had like I think like just a little bit of sip left of the of the booze. And I put on um I was like, Alright, we're gonna send it off and I I I put on um I don't know if either of you are familiar with like the Leuven brothers, but they were like this religious gospel kind of country group from back then but they had a song called saint is real that was supposed to be about the dangers of Satan, but ended up being the most unintentionally satanic thing ever 
And I, I so I nice. play I play that as I play out as I just like slam the forty back as it plays and the song plays through. And I was like, "Good night, everybody!" And then just like stumble off camera, and the stream ends. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds like the perfect way to end this week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a real pleasure. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, it's a shame we're not gonna. Well, I don't know when we're gonna see each other, but man, it's good. It's good to just fucking have some laughs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and learn about and learn about uh... the best storefronts and uh, (laughs) and uh, rating games. That was all good as well. That was very fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I agree completely. Yeah, where and uh, Jared, uh, quick reminder where people can uh, find your movies and uh, and join in your festival. Uh, yeah, shotbyshot.com. Dashes in between all of them. Uh, everything's up there. If you want to submit, you want to uh, eventually, whenever the link is going to go live to watch it, you'll be able to access it there. Um, and all that, all that stuff is there. So if you into weird movies, yeah, give it a shot. And all of the ticket proceeds go to the Austin School of Film, so I'm not just pocketing in that shit. <laughs> no, it's just, very generous of you. Yes, just your, yes. just your 98% <laughs> cut. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gotta cover expenses. Oh, uh, yeah. Fried chicken. Obvious. <laughs> yeah, fried chicken and 40. It's not paying for itself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say hashtag forecast again. People need to get on yeah. that shit. Hop onto that there Twitter and hashtag Fordcast us. And we'll be excited to read it out loud and we'll be so, so in overjoyed. Yeah, if you didn't glean anything <clears throat> else from this podcast, we really like talking to people and we want to do it more often. So hop in and so hop, on, hop on into the Discord and come and chat to, chat with us. We are we are here to chat. Um so please do that. That'll be fun. And uh, and look out for more uh, promotional activity. I'm going to do some promotional activity. Do it. That's... You know what comes out today? The day that this releases? Disc Room. Disc Room is out now. Oh, whoop, whoop. Go by and play Disc Room. Hell yeah. By J.W., Kitty, Terry, Terry and, and Dose. Dose. Say all four names. You got to say all four names. Yeah. Otherwise, one of them dies. Satan is real, working in spirit, you can see him and hear him in this world.